So um, I really appreciate how you picked out three things that really line up with, <laughs> with with sort of what we do here and with with how you operate. So that's cool. Well, thank you. And I appreciate that. And, and yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't think of it that way. But as you say it, I'm thinking, okay, these are things that I highly value. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in, in workshops, interactions, coaching, whatever it might be. Yeah, this to me is really important. And it's and to me one of the one of the keys to unlocking success in these interactions. Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey. Oh, Marshall, happy, happy anniversary. Happy, happy uh, third anniversary to you. That's um, right. I don't know what the third anniversary is. Is that tinfoil, uh, <laughs> gravel? What's the? <laughs> uh, I, I believe it's paperboard. Okay, paperboard. Uh, yeah, uh, OSB strand board. Yeah, right. for the third anniversary. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> gifts in the mail. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard to believe uh, that we have, I mean, this is truly consistently once a week for the last three years. That's crazy. I can't believe that we've done that. So, you know, I'm patting ourselves on the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had, what, three children in that time span? <laughs> I, I don't even know what's happened. It's, you know, the pandemic hazed everything. And, and we should say that, you know, that, that this is one of the cool things that came out of a lockdown for us is we had free time. And we, you know, realized we were, you know, keeping our skills sharp by talking to each other and we were helping some, some other folks. So I, I just, uh, I actually, Mike, I think I told you this, but I met with a friend who is a senior pastor for a a pretty good sized church. And, um, and it was just after you and I had parted company and I was like, oh, you know what? I, I should have introduced you to my friend, Mike Marshall. He goes, Marshall. You know, so he was very disappointed. He's been sharing us with his leadership team. So, so hi, Dale's Church. Great to see you. Hey, Dale's uh, Church. Sorry I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this has been good for us to just uh, be able to, you know, again, it's it's good for us, and we found that it's valuable for other people. So we'll keep doing it. Oh yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. The feedback has been fantastic, and. Uh, it's one of those things where it, it, it forces you to continue to learn, uh, you yep. know, forces us to continue to, to think about what we do in a more deliberate and intentional way yep. uh, so that we can share those experiences back. So, yeah, it's been a, been a fantastic thing. So you had the idea that today we would talk about our favorite episodes, and I've cheated a little bit in how I've done mine, but um, uh, let, let, let's start with yours, Mike, and uh, and do your top three episodes so these are not necessarily the most popular episodes, correct? These are just the ones that uh, that that you you just really liked. Yeah, yeah. I just went back and said, which one of these do I really like, and which ones have held up? Uh, they just okay. seem to seem to still be stuff that we're talking about every single day. Yep. And so uh, the first one uh, was uh, early on. It was episode thirty. Uh, mm. The just ship it uh quit listening yeah. to the resistance 
And uh, we were in in that particular episode, we were talking about the the resistance, the lizard brain uh, that that hates change, that keeps you from moving forward. And and we talked about uh, that, you know, I'd published uh, some children's books and uh, so many people had come up to me afterwards and said, you know, I've been working on my book but I've never published it. I've never moved right. forward with it. There's this, there's this resistance. It's never good enough. It's not perfect. It's, yeah. you know, and, and so they're, they're, they're stuck. And uh, Seth Godin's book, uh, Lynchpin talks about this and, and says the, the lizard brain, you know, will stand in your way uh, that, that resistance, that, 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 you know, just fear that the putting something out of, of he calls it shipping it. Yeah. And, and I remember that conversation thinking about how many times you've heard an author say uh, something to the effect of, I didn't finish my book. I just reached the deadline or I just stopped editing forever. And, uh, and, and you actually did it. And then you did it, you know, two more times, right. Uh, With uh, well, three, three more times with your Harry, the hamster books. So, uh, you know, there's just uh, it, it caught my attention when we were doing that episode, how, uh, one thing had led to unlocking other things. So the fact that you shipped it allowed you to continue to ship it after you were done. So it's a phenomenal episode. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Once you break the ice, it's easy to do it again. Yeah. And yeah. and that also, that episode, episode 30, features uh, the longest version of our outro. Uh, you know, you've got an extended ukulele solo <laughs> The, the just shreds. I mean, you're shredding the ukulele. And, for, for those who haven't figured it out, the uh, the ukulele that you hear is called uh, Mark Ramsey is cheap, did not want to pay for any audio, and therefore recorded in his little microphone uh, some ukulele strumming that is pretty poor. If you, if you watch, if you listen all the way to the end of all of our episodes, you'll hear me say out loud unconsciously, yeah, that's good enough. Oh yeah, that's my favorite part. (laughs) And it fits this episode so perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, you you strum it along and it's pretty good. And then, yeah, at some point you stop and just go, yeah, that's good enough. (laughs) That's good enough. And it it is. And we shipped it, right? We we, we sent it out into the world. Way to bring that all the way around. Yeah, yeah. So that one was yeah, yeah, definitely one of my one of my top three. All right. So let's hear your uh, your second. All right, so the second one is uh, episode 80, uh, and that is tripping. why tripping over the truth is the key to change. Yes. And we, we dove into that. We talked about significant emotional events. Right. And it was interesting because it just dawned on me, but the, the, the initials for significant emotional event is C. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> S-E-E. So, so the significant emotional events helps you see, uh, yeah. right, the path forward. And we talked about uh, people who've had, uh, you know, they, they were overweight and they didn't do anything about it until they had the, the, a near-death experience, the heart attack, or, right. or, or it was, a, it was a, a minor event where they, uh, you know, they realized that they, they couldn't play with their kids anymore. They couldn't get up and hop down or, or something like that. And then we, we took it into a business idea of, right. yeah, how do we create significant emotional events that create change uh, in our team members? Um, and I had an, uh, an example come up in one of my stores. We were, we, were, we were kind of brainstorming. We've got, you know, this row of service providers and 
they wouldn't, uh, they talked and talked and talked about, okay, if, if you're busy, if you're on the phone, look up, make eye contact, acknowledge mm -hmm. the customer uh, so that the customer knows that you're there. And yeah. they just wouldn't do it. Uh, just, you know, they've been working months talking about this. And, and so we came up with this idea. And so we had all these uh, service providers come in for an early morning meeting. So they came in an hour before they were typically due. We had them go into a conference room. They're all sitting there. At the exact moment the meeting was supposed to start, uh, the, the, the owner and the, 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 the department manager walked into the room went to the front of the room and just started talking to each other about something not related to the people in the room. <laughs> and they chatted five or six minutes and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, from what I heard from sources in the room, the people in the room were furious. Right. <laughs> you know, we came in here, got here. We're in, we're ready to go. These guys came in, ignored us completely, didn't acknowledge yeah. us, didn't talk to you. Right? They were just, oh, they were just, just you know, just you know, vibrating. They were so upset. And then the you know the the, the leaders came back in and said, you know, how'd that feel? <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we felt ignored, undervalued, unappreciated. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That's how our customers feel, you know. So, great. yeah, we 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 you know create this significant emotional event, and yeah. you know it wasn't the and that episode talks about logic is not enough, right? right? Everybody knows that everybody likes to be acknowledged and appreciated, but that logical uh, information wasn't changing behavior, and yeah. so yeah. They, you know, they came up with an idea to get them to feel it so that we right. we could get the behavior to to improve. The ancients would have talked about mythos and logos, story, the myth, and logos, the truth, the word. And then, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, they're 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 both one hundred percent valid. But man, mythos can really grab you, right? The story can really grab you. So if you participate in a story, it is a significant emotional event. I believe we talked about this on that episode. I think that you know this is how Ritz Carlton won the game for a while. You know that this is how they did their employee onboarding, and it worked. So. Great stuff. Great oh, stuff. Yeah. Okay. So third. Number three, uh, episode 127. So fairly recent one. Yeah. Uh, coaching feedback for kids and adults. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one was so simple, but so powerful. And we talked about, uh, you know, if, if, a, if a child works on their drawing and they show it to you, uh, the one question you shouldn't ask, you should not ask is, uh, what's that? Yeah, what's that? Well, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you just devastate the artist. Uh, yeah. A great coaching question, in this case, a, a great parenting question is, wow, that's cool. Tell mm -hmm. me about it. Mm -hmm. And so now I get, I get the artist to go first. And yeah. They explain it. They get a chance to 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 tell me their their thought process and and how they came up with this creation, and then we uh, we seg segue that into the thought of coaching. Uh, when you're coaching someone, you always want them to go first. Yeah. So 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 tell me about this situation. What was what was going on here? 
Yeah. Instead of me jumping as the manager, jumping to a conclusion, well, you know, you, you never got this customer the information they need. Right. Right. I don't know all the details. And if I, if I jump on it, I may never know all the details. You know, the, the employee is going to either become, you know, defensive or, or, or want to fight right. back or, or they'll just lock up. And so, so always letting the other person go first uh, allows you to gain insights and solve the real problem. Yeah, and it's funny how this sort of overlaps with a significant emotional event, right? Because sometimes that ability to talk is the first time they've felt heard or listened to and heard their own thoughts. And the next thing you know, they trip over the truth. So there, there's a real uh, a connection with a, a lot of these episodes. And I got to say, Mike, um, you've really painted your um, sort of like uh, your MO pretty well by picking those three episodes, I think. They really, you know, if, if you think about the workshops that uh, I've got to be in the room uh, that you mainly have put together. I've had a little hand in in uh, some of them more than others, but you you really try to create moments where people have a, a tripping over the truth. They have a significant emotional event. Uh, you you certainly try to make it to where they're the ones doing the talking, and uh, you know you know you're asking them tell tell me about it and uh, and getting them to talk. So um, I really appreciate how you picked out three things that really line up with. <laughs> <laughs> with, with sort of what we do here and with with how you operate so that's cool well thank you and i appreciate that and, and yeah i guess uh yeah it's interesting i didn't think of it that way but as you say it i'm thinking okay these are things that i highly value yeah, uh, yeah. In, in in workshops interactions coaching whatever it might be yeah this to me is really important and it's and to me one of the one of the keys to unlocking success in these interactions yeah well it, you know you came up with the name it doesn't take a genius and um i, I think the three things you picked out i mean i, I get it they, it doesn't take a genius but it takes somebody being very intentional about trying to help people and and uh, that that's what you've spelled out there for me so anyway i think that's that's really cool really cool well thank you thank you all right so you've picked three I have. And and I should, uh, I'm going to start this by telling you our three most popular episodes. So according to our uh, listeners, both of you, uh, we know that uh, our, our number one most downloaded episode was our two-year anniversary special. And that's for obvious reasons, because we interviewed uh, Lynn Guerin, who uh, was essentially the man that coached John Wooden, uh, the UCLA coach, the Wizard of Westwood, right? Is that what we call him? Yeah, the Wizard of Westwood. Um, he tapped Lynn uh, to basically create the the training curriculum from Wooden's work. And uh, it it's a little bit of a longer episode, but it is incredibly touching and uh, really gets to the heart of who Coach Wooden was and uh, sort of the, the impact that he left. It's really a fascinating episode. Uh, number two, Mike, your dearly beloved YouTube channel, The Lockpicking Lawyer, you picked out some lessons from The Lockpicking Lawyer. I don't think I'm even going to explain what that means for those who don't know, but you should definitely go back to episode 86. So Coach Wooden was episode 104. Episode 86 is the lessons from the lockpicking lawyer messages to your tribe, of which Mike is a member of that tribe. And then the uh, the third episode actually uh, overlaps. So I'm I'm cheating, Mike. I am I'm not going to pick three episodes. I'm going to pick three episode series because we have done this uh, uh, 
several times where we've we've done a series of episodes that all relate to each other. Sometimes we bundle them up on the hipsocket.net website uh, and our resources page. Um, but uh, the 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 one of those episodes that made it into our our top three most popular episodes uh, was part of our series on crucial conversations. So this was a whole series we did, uh, seven episodes total. Uh, where we basically help you navigate really hard conversations when there are high stakes and high emotions. And it is uh, obviously it's a companion to the book uh, Crucial Conversations. For those of you familiar with uh, with that wonderful work, uh, we've turned it into a really tight uh, one page download uh, that sort of walks you through the principles so that you can prepare to have a good crucial conversation. And I, I honestly, I think it's some of our best work just um, helping people navigate hard conversations. It's something you and I do all the time. And sometimes, uh, you know, we forget that, uh, you know, if you don't, you know, like we live in that space, we live in sort of a, a tension world where there's always going to be a little bit of conflict and, and, and people struggling through how to have a conversation. We do it a lot. Uh, but uh, if you don't, we have some incredible resources and uh, the popularity of the episode probably speaks for itself. But that that starts at, um, let's see, episode uh, 40, nope, 108, 108. The eight things that hinder your coaching is the first of those crucial conversations episodes. So podcast 108. Yeah, that was a fantastic series. The the opportunity to to you know work through a process of of how am i going to have this conversation right so the the whole thing is the prep <laughs> it's all <Right>. about <laughs> you know gathering information it, you know and the majority of it is you know the, i think that episode is start with the heart uh, the the introspective like looking at okay what did i do to that contributed to what's going on with this yep. other person and man, that is, you know, when we, when we, when we teach this in person, when we practice right. it, it's so difficult to start with, okay, how am I the problem? Right. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> what did I do that made this happen, made this worse, made it more likely to occur? Wow. <laughs> you yeah. know, that is just so painful, but it's such a necessary part and it's a part that's often skipped. Uh, so so the whole process is is the whole crucial conversations process is good. I think that is probably the the most insightful piece is that very first piece where you say, okay, what did I do? Uh, you know, and, yeah. and 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 what do I want as an outcome for myself? But more importantly, what is I what do I want as an outcome for the person that I'm about to have this conversation with? Yeah, it, it's honestly a series of mindset shifts that you go through as you work through the worksheet. You know. Maybe the goal isn't to win. Maybe the goal is to understand. Wow, that in and of itself is is amazing. But yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that's fantastic. All right, so those were uh, three popular ones, uh, three of my favorites. And then uh, any more on the series idea? Yes, I have. There's a couple more series I'm going to highlight uh, because they are they are pet projects for me. I, it's funny how you pick stuff that resonates with you. I'm going to do the exact same thing. So, <laughs> if you go back to uh, podcast 92. We introduced something called the Workplace Book Club. Uh, mm. I am all about this. Uh, we had a hashtag uh, that you created. Hashtag guys without looks with books. That was how we went to market with that bad boy. And oh, it's uh, Still true. Oh, it's, it is so true. So true. Um, 
But we, uh, what we did is we basically, and and again, it's on the hipsocket.net uh, resources page. We have, uh, oh, I don't know, about uh, five of these that uh, we we picked out uh, and and have worksheets prepared for that you can download and episodes that you can listen to. Jane Austen, uh, Shakespeare, Charles Dickens, things like that, where they're they're works of fiction. And we have taken just a few little excerpts and said on one page, here's something for your team to read. And here are some really good questions to help you uh, use this to, you know, wrestle with it a little bit and and grow. Um, we I, I am a, a really firm believer that there is something in there that really helps you grow as a person. And when you talk about that as a team, the team uh, grows together as well. So th those were incredibly fun episodes. I could probably spend the rest of my life doing episodes like that and interviewing cool people, and I'd be very content. <laughs> well, and, th and that that was fantastic, and it, it dove into you know so much of our work focuses on self help type of uh, books, uh, research right. on human behavior, things like that. So yeah, it was neat to dive into uh, this fictional uh, world. And within that world, great fiction is probably great fiction because it does mirror the reality of the interactions that we have. Absolutely. And so, so yeah, there's there's elements of truth in there uh, that when analyzed and can be analyzed safely. And so yeah. since we're not talking about a specific person or a specific incident, uh, you know, we're talking in the in the general world, uh, we can dive into it a little more deeply. Uh, without people, you know, coming up with resistance or or thinking they're yeah. being, you know, picked on or attacked. So I, I've heard it described as the moral imagination. You know, it's giving us a chance to just have some empathy for a fictional character where we start to sort of say, what would that be like? What is that like? And then the next thing you know, you have a person have grown. So it's it's powerful. I wish every corporation in America had the the opportunity to have a book club. It It doesn't seem very practical. But, you know, it's it's sort of like Seth Godin says, there's a difference between calling it a soft skill and calling it an essential skill. These are things you need to be a human being in the workplace. Mm -hmm. No, that that is absolutely huge. Yeah. Wow. So we've done a lot of good stuff in three years. You know, I, I feel good about it. Uh <laughs> It's really good. You know, it's one of those like I hadn't really, you know, I, and I, I think that's the purpose of a milestone. Yeah, maybe stop on your journey and reflect a little back. And, and I have to admit, I hadn't really thought about our our body of work. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and and I I, uh, I I don't know that I would change anything about how we've stumbled through it. You know, we did sort of just ship it, and every week there was an episode. And sometimes we put you know five in a can because we're going to be on vacation, and we you know parse them out over weeks. But we've never missed a week, and I'm actually quite proud of that and and it's there's enough in our back catalog mike that uh you know we were approached last week somebody wanted this episode where i had talked about odysseus i had no memory of talking about odysseus i don't want to tell you how much time it took me to uh, locate this but for what it's worth uh thank you to chris one of our listeners uh, we did find that if you go back to episode 49 you'll get a series on plato in Plato's Republic, he has eight qualities of a leader. And in the midst of that, I mentioned Odysseus whacking a guy uh, with a, uh, I believe, a uh, like a, a mace or a stick or something um, who is ugly and everyone cheers. 
And there's a leadership lesson in that. And it's not the one you think in our day and age about how he's mistreating somebody. It's actually the opposite. So it, it's, it's uh, you know, we've done so much that we actually have stuff that we've forgotten about. And it's, it's um, that's cool. I, I think that's really neat. There's enough good stuff out there that, that, you know, we can do this forever. And there's always good content for people to, to find value. Oh, yeah. As you're saying that, I'm thinking we're truly Renaissance people. <laughs> you know, we we got everything from 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 you know dude perfect and the lock picking lawyer uh to Plato. Right. <laughs> you know, like like that that is a wide range of topics. <laughs> that is that's, that's, that's just very not fair. right. <laughs> and and by the way, uh another episode coming soon after uh this one uh airs, I think, because uh I, I believe when this one airs will be um, I will have just gotten back from my Dude Perfect arena event. So stay Ooh. tuned. The family and I are going, we'll try to take pictures and video. I don't know what's allowed, but uh, stay tuned. We're going to try to have a debrief about what what makes Dude Perfect perfect. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the interview series is ongoing right now. Yeah. So uh, fun. Yeah. You've got a, a, a couple of great interviews. We've got a, a, an amazing thought leader coming up as well. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. The interview series, uh, the Dude Perfect update, uh, just a lot of good stuff to tune into. Man, I have appreciated this uh, self-promotion, um, you know. <laughs> let's Let's do this every now and then, you know. Yes, shameless self-promotion. Absolutely. I'm for it. <laughs> you know who doesn't ever really shamelessly self-promote us and more just kind of digs at us a little bit? The backbone of this operation, uh, the voice of gravity, Mr. John Wolf. Yes. Take it away, Mr. Wolf. And that, I guess, is that. It doesn't take a genius. No rights reserved, nothing trademarked, copyrighted, or even original. Feel free to give it to anyone, anytime, using any and all media formats. Warning, Mark and Mike may or may not make another one. I'm your announcer, and I did not get paid a nickel to do this. They won't even let me tell you my name. So, until next time, if there is a next time, stay safe, be well. That's good enough. <laughs>